We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, your buddy Blender HD. You could follow me there on Twitter. And this is the show where we'll uh, we'll go over over last night's slate. What a slate! What a slate! We're gonna see that. We're gonna say that in the summer for MLB. We're gonna say that like every day. What a slate! Can you believe what happened? Right? We're gonna say that all the time. And we'll talk a little bit about. We'll we'll we're gonna build lineups for the early slate. Right. That's what we do on, on Thursdays. A lot of times we have this, you know, the this early, early one o'clock or some type of slate. And, and a lot of times people like it where you, we, we just we just build lineups just just live. Just like I'm just going to build my I'm just going to build my damn lineups. Right. So I got I got 20 lineups uh, entered dummy lineups, obviously, on uh, on DraftKings for the early slate. And we'll, we'll just build. Them, right. Well, I'll build them. I'll show you that what I'm building. I probably won't listen to you in the chat. But whatever. But I'll build them, right? Maybe, maybe you could chime in a little. But uh, as always, I interact with the chat. If you have DFS strategy questions about yesterday's slate, today's slate in general, doesn't even have to be MLB. Whatever you want, type them in and give me those thumbs ups, right? Give me the thumbs up. I got still got Gatorade. Still working on the Gatorade. I got a lot of Gatorade now. Uh, keep myself hydrated throughout the show. Give me those thumbs ups. Subscribe if you're new here. Click that notification bell to know when we go live in the morning. I see you guys here. Suki Singh, Doug Montgomery, Ryan Edwards, Card Fan, Michael Dampier, Brandon McNeil, Mike Blaze, David Martin, Brett Garretson, Hog Lawrence. I saw a couple of lineups towards the top from Hog Lawrence yesterday in the bat flip. DJ Degenerate, DFS Degenerate, Shannon Lambert, Daniel Hutchings. We got we got all the people in the in the chat, right? Michael Dompia says, I think I'm learning. I won one plastic fork last night, despite my pitcher getting less than zero points. Seventh place in the Minimax, right? I'm assuming you're talking about Bailey Ober, right? 
right? Minus 0.1, right? Pi or something like that. But I mean, it's not like many pitchers did well yesterday, right? Bassett. That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> pretty much Bassett. Uh, uh, no, I mean, Nola did well. I mean, Nola was fine until the fifth inning. I mean, he had 11 strikeouts, but then he gave up seven runs. So, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, if you take a look at the pitching yesterday, I mean, just the pitching. Max Free, okay, Max. Okay, we had pitchers that actually did well, just that no one, no one had them. Right, Bassett did the best. Max Freed, okay, against the Mets. Dylan Cease against the 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 who who did they play? Twins? Who did who the White Sox play? I have no idea. But I mean, even even Kobe Allard, right? If you wanted to play him instead of Bailey Ober, right? But I mean, but most of these pitchers, I mean, Shohei Otani, just I can't believe how owned he was on DraftKings. Right, twenty three percent owned in the bat flip. He was more owned. In, in the smaller field stuff, like 32, 30, 32% owned. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have him in, at all. I didn't even consider him. I was playing more Yankees than, than Otani. But yes, but Nola, Ober. I mean, my pool was pretty much Nola, Ober. I mean, Ober only on DraftKings. I didn't play Ober on FanDuel. So Nola, Garcia, who was getting squeezed in that. In, I mean, come on. I mean, he, she, he shouldn't have given up. He should have maybe 15 points and not seven. And I had, ba- I had mostly Bassett. I had some Musgrove that didn't really work out and I had some cease. So kind of, that was my kind of pool right there, but I had mostly on FanDuel Bassett was 1200 less than Nola. So I'd Bassett in like 60% of my lineups on FanDuel. I, I, I managed to make money yesterday, even though I didn't, I, I had some Braves, but you needed Ozzy Albies. Like if you didn't have Ozzy Albies, 76 points on FanDuel in your lineup, you, you, you weren't going to win first in anything, Right. So I did, have, I did, I had Albies lineups, but Albies with like, you know, I had, I had Angels. I had some stuff going with the, with Walsh, Goslin. Yeah, but then it would be like Iglesias is sitting there with nine points at shortstop. Like he, like it would, when Grissom has 47 and, and who else had, who, someone else had 47. Uh, Grandal, right? He had double home runs, right? Yeah, I mean, you're going to, you're going to need all those people in one lineup. And, uh, and I didn't have enough of the, I didn't have, barely had the White Sox. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I wasn't going to get there, but we see across the board as, as some of the, some of the top sharper players. I mean, Nola, I, I understand Nola on, on DraftKings over Bassett because of the, the, you know, Bassett was 300 more on DraftKings as opposed to 1200 less on FanDuel. And you still need to play two pitchers, right? I, I mean, I understand paying down like Otani was 8,700 and it's like, okay, get that little savings. It's like, you might as well just go down the Bailey over, right? At that point, 5,700. Very hard to make Nola Bassett lineups. Uh, I mean, Musgrove was okay. Dylan Cease, I mean, like, it, it, yeah, I understand why Otani, I, I guess people, you know, with Judge out of the lineup, Otani has good splits against right-handed batters. I, I guess, I guess he didn't, proje- I mean, truthfully, in the bat, he didn't project well. In, especially in comparison to Cease and Musgrove and Bassett and Garcia and Nola. I think Ober actually projected for more raw points than Otani in the bat. And of, of course, Ober was 3,000 cheaper. So that's the main reason I didn't play Otani. But we could see here, I mean, but even even across the board, I mean, not it's not that much. Yeah, FJ Bourne, Piano Club had a bunch, but still like a Hubro, barely any, OCD, barely any, ending, barely any, Royal Painted, none. Luis Garcia was oh, okay, whatever. And Bassett, yeah, people had Bassett. Some didn't. Ending only at two percent. Some people took a chance with uh, like Stephen Matz. 
I guess. Got one point. You got one point. But, I mean, pitching, I mean, you just had to survive pitching yesterday. You survived pitching, you had a chance. But as far as the bats are concerned, I mean, the chalk on, on DraftKings yesterday was, I would say, the Padres. They, the Padres were on FanDuel. So you got Tatis at 20%. You got Tatis. You got Machado at 15 yeah, who else? Where's Grissom and okay, maybe not. Maybe Pam nine percent. I mean, they were they were chalky, but not uh, Profar, Cronenworth. Did I miss Grissom? Yeah, okay, five percent. Okay, well, I mean, parts of the stack were more obviously Tatisa Machado because they fill infield positions. They're going to be the most popular parts. Surprised to see Vlad, Vlad to be as owned as he was at his price yesterday, right? But really, not many people had him across the board. Like 17% owned in the bat flip, but a lot of sharp players like didn't seem to have much. I understand Torrens was the popular punt catcher batting fifth, 2,300, you know, against Mats. I get it. I mean, he only had two points. I mean, I would I would much rather play the, the Mariners stack. I played a bunch of Mariners stacks on FanDuel. I don't get why Austin Riley was 20% owned on DraftKings. Was there a reason for that? I don't know. Because, I mean, it's not like it's not like the Braves were popular. It's not like the Braves were even that popular, right? The, Astro, the Astros were more popular. It looks like the people spend up for these Blue Jays, right? Take a look here. Spr- Springer and Bichette and Teoscar were the Blue, J- Blue Jays, really? Really, at their prices? How, how did people fit that in? I don't know. The Phillies got, got, got some. I, I was high in the Phillies. I was way over on the Phillies uh, yesterday. Let's see. What else do we got here? Chief Gavin cheats, right? He hit a home run. Well, I mean, the White Sox just went nuts. The Red Sox, right? Yeah. What happened yesterday was we had the, the the rain issue. I mean, obviously, we had rain issues the entire slate. Games getting delayed multiple times, right? And the, and the Cincinnati-San uh, Diego game ended up getting called. So you only got six innings out of that. But uh, the main issue yesterday was what was going to happen in that Royals-Red Sox game, right? They start they start delayed, right? And they, they ended up getting the whole game in eventually. Eventually, right? They play, played until like one in the morning. Uh, and then like what was going to happen in, in, in Philadelphia? Like what, when was the rain going to come to knock like Nola out of the game? But if you listen to Crunch Time last night, if you listen to Crunch Time, our premium show, Road Grinders Premium. Get your get your get your premium membership. Ten dollars off your first month with the link in the description below. Uh, I mean, pretty much Roth said that. Like, I mean, there's a risk, but I mean, the rain wasn't going to come for like two hours or so. So it's like, I'm not I'm not I'm not fading a starting pitcher for maybe there's rain two hours from here, right? Well, maybe he doesn't pitch the last. Maybe he comes out after 93 pitches and doesn't pitch that last inning because of a rain delay or something. I'm not, I don't fade pitchers because of that. I fade pitchers when it's like this game may not even start. Like that, then, then, then I get it. Then, okay, that, that's fine. So no lie, I still played. I still wanted more Bassett than anything, uh, especially since I was playing more on FanDuel. And then the, the Casey Boston, the more and more, uh, once that game was uh, delayed, the more and more I wanted. So I, so I, I actually upped my exposure to Boston and, and Royal staff. Because I know pe- people are going to pl- play them less and less, being scared. People are scared. 
Right, so the Royal, the Royals were, I mean, Hunter Dozier, 8%. Where's Sal Perez? Sal Perez was 4% with the, with the home run. Merrifield, who was expensive, 4%, 3%. Maybe we take a look at the Red Sox. Like J.D. Martinez was 4.7%. A lot of a lot of sharp players just like said, I don't want to have anything to do with that game. A lot of them did. Me, what, what I did is that I just, I, I OIS'd it, right? So I, I played on FanDuel, played 150 lineups, and I just OIS'd the whole game. Like all the Royals and all the Red Sox, only in stacks. So yeah, but I mean, I still, it, they still existed in like over 20% of my lineups. Because I would have like, you know, 8% four-man stacks of both teams and 6% three-man stacks, you know, something like that end up coming out to, you know, I, I end up, quarter of my lineup still have, you know, well, some of them have like both in it. So, yeah, I mean, so I don't mind that, right? You have a four-man Kansas City, three-man Boston, and then the whole thing gets shut out and you get zeros. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll burn a lineup like that. But I don't want the one-offs infecting everything, right? Like, because this game doesn't actually play. I don't want to be stuck with the Kiki Hernandez uh, uh, one-off with zero points in a lineup that would have won first place. So like, to me, that's what I do, right? When it's risky and I still want to play and it's still an appealing game. Like if it's risky and it's barely worth playing, like I don't mind Xing those out, right? Oh, it's going to be 1% owned anyway. So it's like, what, what am I, what am I gaining? Oh, now it's going to be a half a percent on because of the, the, the weather concerns. Like it's probably not the greatest, the greatest projected spot anyway. So that I don't mind Xing out. But when it's a good spot and people are going to start getting off of it, well, I mean, I could I could leave it one off, sure I could, but that's a little that's a little bit more risky on the rest of my lineups. So I'd say I'll I'll OIS it, I'll OIS it, which makes it easy, especially on lineup HQ because you just click the you just go right down the good go right down and you go to the the teams like today, like like the the Yankees and the the Angels. I don't even know if that game plays. Right, according to Roth, doesn't look all that good. Right, too much model disagreement to pinpoint exact time and impacts. Hopefully, no before first pitch. Likely starts dry. Likely has a delay and wouldn't be shocked if it never finishes. Right, so there may be a problem. There may be a problem there today in this early slate. But you just go and you just go. Okay, select the teams and you just go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And just, just. You know, if you're building, if I'm building 20 lineups today for the the early slate, just if I wanted to play some of this game, maybe I decide to just, you know, I don't mind the five man, right? I can maybe play a five man stack, but just like not one offs. I don't want them to be in other lineups. You could do that. Easy way to do that. Much harder before the OIS button. That's why. That's why you could use you could use this OIS checkbox for a lot of different things. But that's what I did yesterday. We could see here. I mean, we see a lot of yellow up here for the the chalkier players. Kyle Tucker, sixteen percent, like the Astros. They didn't do anything, right? But that's what happens, right? You know, Shohei Otani comes out and gets destroyed, walks eight hundred people, gives up seven runs, and Matt Harvey comes out and has you know nice three innings against the against the Astros. Right? Up is down, down is up, side to side. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? But a lot of sharp players were on the the, the Angels against Herman yesterday. Looks like here. 
I mean, it seems like it's all over the place. Yeah, but but angels are consistent. Seems like I wouldn't have played David Fletcher. I mean, he got twelve points, but come on. The Mariners. I, I think I think several sharp players were over on the Mariners. Dylan Moore. He had a good game. Just looking through here. The Phillies seem to be a sharp team. The White Sox. The White Sox on DraftKings. I understand. Like if you played the White Sox on DraftKings, I I I I don't mind that. On on, on FanDuel, I didn't see a need to. You know why? Because of Bailey over. The chalk SP2. Or say for the Yankees. I mean, I didn't realize the Otani was going to be the sub. But when you have that chalk cheap SP2, and it's not like Bailey Ober is like a great pitcher or anything. We barely know that much about him, even. He could end up being a great pitcher. Who knows? You take a look at that and you go, okay, I'm gonna just gonna stack against the, the, the chalk cheap SP2. I mean, it wasn't 22% is still chalky enough for this slate. So I understand it on on on, on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, Ober's like one percent owned. How much relative value are you gaining if the White Sox don't even project that well? And it turns out a lot of the, I mean a lot of the White Sox got there on the bullpen, right? Oh Bailey Ober is not having a good game. Let's bring out Matt Shoemaker. It's like okay, you made things worse, right? You made things worse. Might have just left Ober in. Rather than shoemaker out there, give it up, Dons. Do, 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 do. Let's see, going through the YouTube chat. Do, 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 do. Michael Dompier says, "Seems like every tat was on Otani except Cardi in the bat." Well, that's why you don't use biases, or you don't. You look at data and you go, "Oh, I don't even." Oh, 40% strikeout rate against righties this season. Is that, what, does that mean anything? How, mu- how, much do, how much weight should you be putting on that? Well, that's what you look at a projection model for. And Cardi, Cardi, Cardi knows what he's doing. Otani is a much higher variance pitcher than people think. Okay? I think that's the main thing. He does have control problems. So his outings could, if he's, if he's, if he's getting the ball over the plate, He's a good pitcher. If he's not, then you look, look what happens. There you go. Umpire was extremely tight with Otani, but he still pitched bad. Now, he, it was one pitch. I think that pitch, uh, maybe was he went on tilt after that. Uh, he should have gotten that strikeout against LeMay with the first at bat of the game. It was a three and two pitch. It was like slightly, it was slight. It should have been strike three. That was in the, that was in the zone, right at the top part, top uh, inside part of the zone. And he didn't get that call. Then after, but my, other than that pitch, he was way. I mean, he, the, the, most of them weren't even. Clo- I mean, they weren't even close. I, I was. I, I had the game on. I had, I, I, I had MLB TV on in front of me. I was watching that. DJ Dog Three K. Do you have any MLB takedowns yet? Not this season. Overall, yes, sure. I have plenty. This season, no. Second, I can Second, I have a lot of. I have a, I have a second, I have a fourth, I have, I have like two sevenths, I have three tenths, I have four fourteenths. I mean, I have a lot. The top 20s, sure, I got tons of top 20s. I got a lot of steak knives, right? But not not number one in the payouts. They're all hockey, all the way to the top. Profitable, but barely. That that's that's you have to you have to win first. You have to you have to get it. So I mean. Hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have one, right? 
couldn't tie it to seconds and fifths and eighths. Right, like every other day, I'm in the like I got at least one lineup in the top twenty, most a lot of the time. But no, not first. No, something prevents me from getting the first place. Shannon Lampert asking, Yankees game going to be chalk for the early slate? According to our early our, our ownership projections, yes. But I don't know if that's going to go down based on this weather concern. I don't know. Are they going to get the whole game in? My 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 attitude is that game's going to be chalky, and there's some risk there. I'd rather maybe not even play it, or not play much of it. Danny Lewis says, uh, "Interesting. Uh, the winner of the main slate on FanDuel seemed to mostly have one-offs." Is this, in your opinion, because of the size of the slate? No, it's because they're just random lineups at the top. You can get all the high scorers if you if you get if you got Grissom and Grandal and Albies and Bassett and just manage to just get all the double dong one offs, Walsh and Harper. Well, yeah, yeah, you win, and then feel free to close your eyes and do that. There are plenty of people that build lineups like that, but. You do that every, you try to do that every slate. Come back to me in a couple of years and, and ask me and you'll be on food stamps. Like it's negative EV. You're much more, you're much more likely to win by just stacking two teams. And try, then try and try to be the lucky one. Notice, always notice that the lineup that wins with some messed up lineup. It's never someone's, oh, I've seen them before. It's some random person, right? Making a 1-1-2-1-1-1 lineup. It's not the same people. So how is that repeatable? No, there's a ton of random garbage lineups in, in, in large field contests. And they have every, they have every shot of, they, they still have a probability of winning. That's why you don't study the winning lineup in any contest. Don't care about the winning lineup. I never... Do we talk about the winning lineup? Like in the bat flip, what won yesterday? A, a, a one, a, a solo bullet. One. At least it was a stat. It was a four-four. Okay, at least at least at least it's a reasonably constructed lineup. Four-man Atlanta, four-man White Sox with all four home runs. Right, you didn't need it much out of Swanson. You had Martin Perez, and that's all you needed, and Bassett, and there you go. Okay. Squash blues. It's a stack. Okay, here's some stacks, even if it's a single bullet. You can see some random stuff in here. One, two, three. Here's kind of a little messy lineup. Some Miami. Said, I mean, this could have won, right? Typically, it's the one. It's the, the solo bullets or something. Well, here's, here's a stack. There's, well, it's on DraftKings. There's, there's, there's stacks here towards the top. Right, I'm not going to check like 150 lineups because they're not playing like well one-offs. But like right here, and this is kind of a mess. Three-man, two White Sox, two Yankees. Yeah, sure. Build lineups like this and see how repeat. Let's see how repeatable it is. You ran the simulation on these types of lineups. Like they're, they're negative EV. For the most part, I mean, obviously depends on the projections of certain players. When you have when you have multiple outlier performances, then you just manage to get those guys in the lineup. Some guy has a triple dong, and this other person has fifty points. 
And they're especially when they're lower owned. If you could, oh, I got I got three of those guys in my lineup, and then kind of the rest of your lineup doesn't matter anymore. I like when I like when people look at the winning lineup and go, oh, maybe I should do that. When it's a random garbage, that makes them. That, hey, that helps me in the field, right? Makes worse lineups, makes it easier for me to win. Do do do. Peter Viles. <laughs> A hub rose here. Maybe it's God that's preventing you from taking first. No, maybe he wants to give me steak knives. Maybe he just likes giving me steak knives. DFS Degenerate, how do you go about diversifying your lineups? I've shown myself working on the lineup HQ like go on all the pregame shows. For example, if you run a 5X stack and get six players among 50% in your stacks, do you manually go in and drop their exposure? Yeah, that's what you want to do. Do whatever you want it to do. That you're telling it what to do. So many, so many questions about optimizers are like, how how do you get this done? Like, well, what do you want? What do you? That, that's the key phrase. What lineups do you want to make? It's not going to. It's not going to tell you what to do. It's gonna. It's gonna try to jam in median fantasy points. That's all it's doing. And if that happens to be the, those five specific guys from a stack and you're never going to get some other guy because they're a slightly worse point per dollar value, you're not going to get it. And it's not the, the optimizer. It's not like it hates that guy. The optimizer doesn't know the guy. It just knows these points. It just knows this column, the median fantasy points column. It tries to give you as much of that as possible as long as you, unless you tell it otherwise. So if you don't want, if you don't want the same five guys in all of your stacks of one team, then you have to tell 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 it what to do. Do I want 100% Freddie Freeman in my Brave stacks? No. Well, how much do you want? I'm a, you tell it. <laughs> Jordan, what is your stack size preference for five-game slates like today? Are you still mixing in 5-3 or 5-2? You're dropping to 4-3, etc. I'm playing lineup. I'm playing plus EV lineups. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. These These questions. Don't matter. It depends on the lineup. Smaller slates, correlation is less important because there are less teams that could possibly go off for, you know, 15 runs or whatever. That's it. That's the only concept. When there's 30 teams on a slate, the likelihood of one of the five-man stacks, I don't know what team it's going to be, the likelihood of one of the five-man stacks paying off is much higher because there's more teams. Five game slate, there's 10 teams. Maybe the highest scoring team only puts up six runs. Maybe six runs doesn't pay off a five-man stack. Maybe it only pays off a four-man stack. Well, of course, there's going to be a five-game slate and two teams put up 14 runs. I mean, that could ha- that could still happen. Just a little less likely. So that's it. But it doesn't mean that, you, oh, I, I don't make five-man stacks. It also doesn't mean on a 15-game slate that you can't make four-man stack and go 4-3. Depends on the lineup. You have, to think in ter- you have to think in terms of the lineups. Not optimizer settings. Not constructions. In terms of the actual lineups. The individual lineups. So we'll do, we'll do that right now. For this early slate, do we have? Do we at least have? We're probably not going to have the Rangers Athletics game, right? We're not going to have that. This is going to be I'll, I'll, most of these lineups may have to be switched. 
right at some point. Do we even have a Blue Jays lineup? We got we got White Sox in. Looks like okay, we don't have them in the system, but I I see them posted. Collins is in instead of Grand is Grandall in? Yeah, no, Grandall's in. He's playing first base. Mercedes isn't in. Okay. Don't have the Blue Jays though. Why don't we have the Blue Jays? They're play. They're they're one of the earlier games. So I expected that we wouldn't get the Rangers and A's lineups for this show at least. Maybe for, maybe before lock. Maybe one o'clock. Maybe. So if we have a potential issue in this Angels Yankees game. At least according to Raw. Now, the game may start, but it may not never finish. So I need to get, let's see. I still need to get this Blue Jays lineup. Okay. So what I'm first going to do, I'm going to go to stack projections for DraftKings. Okay. And Dalton Heat Henley Jr. asking the same exact questions. I don't prefer either of them. It depends on the lineup. There, all I could say is that on FanDuel currently, there are more four-three-one lineups that are plus EV than four-fours. On on many slates, and I know you're going to take that as oh, that means you play four-three-one, and four is better than four-four. No, it's not. There are tons of four-four lineups that are way better than four-three-one lineups. But there are more in volume 431 lineups that are plus EV. You have to think in terms of lineups. Until you until you don't, until you finally get that you're thinking in terms of lineups, then you'll be good at DFS. You have to think in terms of line. I know, like, well, I am building lineups. No, you you have to think in terms. There, there's probably on FanDuel today a 3-2-1-1-1 lineup that is way better than. 80% of the 4-4 four, four lineups. But there may not be many of those types of lineups. There may be, there may be three that are 3-2-1-1-1 total that have a higher expected value than, than half of the 4-4 four, four lineups. Which ones, which teams, which exactly, which pitcher. It, it may exist. I'm, I'm making an example, but there could be. So to say that you can't play that lineup because of construction, that would be wrong. That lineup actually has a higher expected value. In general, if you say, I'm going to build 100 lineups like that with that construction, most likely, if you build 100 lineups like that, 90 plus of them are going to be bad. But there may be a couple that are good, that are actually better than 4-4 lineups. Okay, so that's that's what I mean. So you can't think in terms of, well, what construction do I play? Well, it depends on the lineup. There are plenty of 4-4s that are horrible, right? There are 4-4 lineups on FanDuel today for the, the main slate or whatever. Doesn't matter what slate. Uh, that are bad. That are negative EV. There are plenty of four three ones that are negative EV. There are tons of one 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 ones, the two one one, the, the plenty of those. I don't know if they, there may not be many, if any, that are plus EV. So you can't think in terms of what construction on DraftKings, like uh, we're gonna build lineups right now. There could be some three two twos. There could there could be. We'll see. So I take a look. I take a look at the ceiling, which I mean, I get organized by points. It ends up being the same thing. So I'm obviously just looking at the the one o'clock game. So we have yeah the the Blue Jays. They're they're going to be highest ceiling. We don't even have a lineup yet. So you got the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, right? We have any problem in that Red Sox game? 
Okay, that there could be problems late, late in that game. There could be. So let's see the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, the Yankees are up there. And then we have a drop because I don't see any like one o'clock. Then, then we go all the way down to the Royals and the Mariners. The Mariners look like they're good point per dollar plays, right? These Royals and the Mariners are like point per dollar. They, 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 they may be popular because of that. Then we go down to the bottom. It's like, okay, Rangers athletics, right? Who cares about their starting lineups? We may we probably won't even be playing them. The batters. Right, you take a look down here. So this is, I'm just looking at teams. Blue Jays are not going to rate well point per dollar wise, but they have the highest ceiling. The Red Sox are more appealing from a point per dollar. So I'm assuming the Red Sox may be, maybe chalky. The Yankees, this is what I'm looking at. So let's go, let's go here. Where's the starting lines? What, are the, what does this Red Sox lineup even look like? Okay, you get a cheaper Hernandez, Renfro. Yeah, they're a little too cheap. And then the bottom, Connor Wong, he's going to be catching. So you get a cheap catcher. Okay, now we got the Blue Jays lineup. Semien Bichette, Guerrero, Hernandez, Springer, Grichuk, Guriel, Espinal, and McGuire. Okay, so basically no BGO. Okay, that's fine. So we're going to build lineups. I'm going I'm to show you. I'm going to build, I'm building 20 lineups. That's it. So we're not even doing that like that big of a build. So 20 lineups. We'll leave it like that. Who cares about running expense? Doesn't matter. Leave it on. Don't leave it on. So let's see. We're probably playing five-man stacks mostly. So three three unique players. You got to get a little bit of diversity. Okay, that's fine. Leave it like that for now. Okay, Angels-Yankees is PPD. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, that's off the slate. Now it's a four-game slate, right? <laughs> One... Two, three, yeah, now it's a four-game slate. So obviously all this all this ownership that we see right here is gonna be wrong. Unless uh, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if Jamino updates the the early the early slate ownership. Because obviously, yeah, obviously the game is postponed. Rendon is not gonna be 42% on. Okay. So we could start getting rid of that. Okay, now it's a four-game slate. Okay. Let's X these guys out. Oh, I can do it the other way. I always do it the opposite way. I go dink, dink, exclude. Got the pitchers also. Yeah, we got the pitchers as well. So they're gone. So now it's a four. Now it's a four-game slate. So now I'm assuming Boston is going to be jockey, and probably Toronto because it's just the total. So now we can't. We now we could. We pretty much can't even go by this ownership. So this is going to be a little difficult to figure out like leverage when like two of the teams that are, are gone may not be reflected in ownership. So we take a look at pitching ownership. I mean, as expected. Some Ivaldi is Ivaldi going to be twenty five percent owned? Maybe I want to play more of the Royals. Okay, Berrios. People just don't want to play him. Not that bad of a pitcher against the White Sox. Okay, so let, let's take a look. Take a look at uh, pitching projections. So from a ceiling perspective, like like why is Ivaldi? I mean, he's eight K. Obviously, going to be way more owned than Berrios. Like this is what stands out. Berrios does not 
stand out as a great point per dollar play. But ceiling wise, he's why can't he put up the same amount of points as I mean, he can put up the same number of points as anyone else on this slate. Right? So yeah, man, probably Bubik's gone. Kikuchi's gone. I guess Donning is playable. Against Oakland. Maybe I'd rather play I'd rather play Kansas City against Ivaldi than play Ivaldi. Get rid of him. They wrote down against Minnesota. Sure, I get it. Berrios, Manaya. Yeah, you can be Hinch, Hinch, and Rue. Do I want to play Seattle against him? What do these stack projections look like? Where's Seattle here? 81. I mean, yeah, good point for dollar value. If, 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 if Ryu is going to be. That's why I said attacking Ryu and Ivaldi. If they're going to be chalky, at least they're up here. They're not down. They're. Stack value isn't down there. So yeah, let's let's do that. Let's make that. Let's that make we're only playing 20 lineups. So we gotta make the hard choices. So just I'm, just don't even play Ryu. Right? We're playing the Mariners against him. And we're probably not playing Oakland. So I don't mind playing Dane Dunning. To get a more expensive stack in. So let's go. Let's X out Ryu. So now we're playing. Manaya Rodon is obviously going to be like the, the chalk combination. We got two possibly very low percentage, 3% don't pitchers here. Okay, so there. So we're only making 20 lineups. How many pitchers can I have? I need to use two. And I already said that I want to play some Mariners against Ryu. So just, I'm only playing 20 lineups. Get rid of it. Why does he have to be in any lineup anymore? Okay. So now we're going to go through with this. I'm going to go to the hitters. Obviously, this this team's gone. Okay. Go to the order. Okay. It's not like they project very well. So you take a look at this. Who would I not want as one-offs necessarily? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to click on everyone. Let's see. Torrens. I guess a catcher I don't mind. Right. Cheap catcher. So really, the position matters. At the bottom of the order, do I? Oh, this is a re, this is a really weak. Bowers, do I want Bowers lefty lefty? Crawford only in stacks the shortstop position. Yeah, something like this. The worst projected players, not as one offs. Yeah, I see why Ryu is projecting pretty well because one, two, three, four, five lefties in the lineup. Strikeouts have been down though. So I'm doing this primarily for leverage. If Ryu is going to be 40% owned or something like that, why why not? Okay, so there's Seattle, Toronto. I look at Toronto. Yeah, there. Let's let's refresh this. Let's see if we can get the the, the regular lineup in. Let's see. Okay, we get the NAs there. So let me make sure when I build, I, I keep the NAs in just in case. Okay, so the, their order with the NAs. I don't mind the Blue Jays. Probably Riley, Riley Adams, right? Okay, he's a catcher. So catcher's pretty, pretty damn weak on this slate. So I don't mind leaving him as a one-off. I don't mind any of these. Well, BJO's not even in the lineup. Why is he still in here? Because oh, he's not projected. 
Okay. Probably all the Blue Jays would be fine as one-offs. Well, because we got McGuire. Okay, McGuire instead of Adams. Espinal, McGuire, do we want them as one-offs? Maybe not. So where's Espinal? Espinal and McGuire until, until a bat projects them. I mean, McGuire, we need to, he's a catcher, but batting last for the home team, maybe not. To, oh, it's 3400 Okay, yeah, I'm not going to play a $3,400 McGuire as a one-off. Okay, now let's go to Kansas City. We're attacking Kansas City. We're attacking uh, Evaldi, right? So let's see. We probably, the bottom of the order, prob- probably Sebastian Rivero, cheap catcher. Okay, I don't, I don't mind cheap catcher one-offs. So if I don't want Lopez or Dyson, Right, you can see by the projection. Probably don't don't want them as as one-offs. Boston is now their ownership's going to start going up. Let's see, Mark Connor Wong, cheap catcher, but out for the home team. So maybe a maybe a problem with the uh, in a bad. Maybe Marwin Gonzalez. We look down here. Okay, that isn't that bad. Can we go to Minnesota? Rodon. How many people are going to play Minnesota? Okay. Are we going to play Minnesota? I don't know. Celestino, can he hit a home run? No, probably not. I look at the home run. Okay. Donaldson, Cruz. Jeffers is here. I'm 3,600. I mean, he doesn't project well. I'm just looking at who projects decently. Either raw points or something. Larnich, lefty-lefty with Rodon. I mean, he's not going to come out of the game. Right? 430 to hit a home run. Sano is there. He has power. It's 4K. It's not like I'm going to play much. I mean, uh, should I include any of these guys? Maybe include just the power guys. Okay, so we get rid of, get rid of, just this, this. We're not going to, we're just not going to consider. Even Larnage, Polanco. Maybe we don't mind these guys. 390, that's a, that's a hefty price. But it's a catcher, so I don't mind. Okay. So maybe we get some minutes. Maybe we end up getting none of these guys. So I just, I'm curating my player pool. The White Sox. Now we're playing a bunch of Berrios, right? So that's that's the main key. So playing a bunch of Berrios, which means like Brian Goodwin is going to be chalk and we're not going to play. In 20 lineups. Just say, screw it. I'm Xing him out. So why don't we just X? We could practically X out this whole team, right? I mean, they don't even project all that well. Gavin Sheets, I mean, Gavin Sheets is just really cheap. But it's not like he projects that well. The White Sox may end up being more popular than they should be. Looking at this. So, yeah, screw it. Got to take a stand. No White Sox. <laughs> then we look at Texas. We're probably going to be playing Manaya, But uh, Ibanez is, is really cheap. Eli White could be good. We don't know what their lineup's going to be. So maybe, maybe, maybe we play some, maybe White and Ibanez. Maybe we don't mind that. Yeah, look at these bottom. Oh, this, this, oh, the Rangers lineup's awful. So get rid of that. We play Adolis Garcia, even. Yeah, look at this. Um, leave them in the pool. In Oakland, we're playing some Dunning, right? Do I want to play a 27% on Tony Kemp? Is that a thing? Is that going to be a thing today? Should it be a thing? Probably not. Olsen out of mind, right? 
Oh, Chapman, 5,700? Who's doing that? No one. No one's doing that. Uh, so maybe play some Olsen. Lowry. Who, who else? What would these home run odds look like? Yeah, really bad. Maybe just play Olsen. Yeah, just get rid of that. There you go, Olsen. And now, because it's only a four-game slate, I'm going to uh, uh, look at all the positions to make sure that it's good. But let me take a look. Roth has a, has a weather update. Do, 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 do. Okay, let's see. Okay, Seattle at Toronto has, has gotten better. KCR at Boston. I think they're going to play in light rain. I think they're going to finish, likely in moderate or light rain. I'm leaning this yellow-orange for the potential that, A, they decide they don't want to play in light rain to start, or B, heavier rain moves in late and they don't finish. I don't think that those are the likely outcomes. I lean towards them getting the full game in, but those are both very real possibilities. Okay, so the KCR Boston game has a bit of risk that maybe some people aren't taking into account. Okay, but now I got to check my positions because now it's a short slate. On a larger slate, I don't have to do this because I know I'm going to get all the positions. <coughs> so I got catchers here, but I'm, I don't need Riley Adams because it's going to end up being McGuire. Uh, let's see. Connor Wrong, Rivero, Torrens. I got catchers. I got catchers. I got... I got I got first baseman. Really, it's these these weak positions. Second base, I still got second baseman. I got third baseman. What does shortstop look like? Okay, not much shortstop there. So I'm going to be using a lot. I guess I'm going to be using a lot of like Bichette or Bogarts up there. So I'm not going to have much Crawford or Lopez unless they're in stacks. Yeah, this is going to be tough. I'm going to have the shortstop is going to be a pay up position. So what shortstops do I not have in my pool? Then maybe point per dollar wise. Labor Torres, well, they're not playing. Right? There's not there's not much here. That's the problem. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be uh it's gonna be an issue. So let me let me do this. Since I don't have many shortstops, I like I'm I'm forcing myself of Bogarts and Bichette one offs at shortstop. That may limit me a little. So maybe I don't mind Crawford as a one-off. He's batting batting first against Ryu. Okay. I know it's lefty-lefty, but whatever. <coughs> but I just, instead of being forced to have, like, just Bogart's Bichette, and obviously I have enough outfielders, right? Okay. I'm telling you, this is how I build lineups, okay? This is not, there's no, there's no smoke and mirrors here. I'm literally shoveling. Obviously, this ownership is going to be off. That's the only, that's the only thing. Right. I mean, is it updated at all? No, right, because we have all this, you know. Brian Good, okay. Do we where's the LA ownership? Do we have that gone? I don't know. I don't know. Is this ownership right? I don't know. Did it get updated? Not sure. <laughs> That's what you get for the early slates here. Right? The late slates, it's fine. The normal, the main slates. Okay. So we got this. Now we're building 20 lineups. Okay. I'm going to go into the stacks. Okay. What stacks are we playing on DraftKings? Okay. We're not, we're not, obviously we're not playing that. Seattle, Toronto, KC, Boston, no Minnesota, no White Sox, no Texas, no Oakland, right? We're pretty much playing these four, these four teams. And we're probably playing less of this game. I think the, the Red Sox, are going to be are going to be chalky. 
the 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 the, the Blue Jays are going to be chalky as well. I don't know how you fit that in, but whatever. But we're going to primarily be attacking Ryu and Ivaldi. So let's say we play twenty, maybe twenty, twenty on this and thirty on that. We play thirty thirty. Play ten and something like that. Something like this. Does that look pretty good? Maybe even go down even further. Maybe thirty. Well, I mean, thirty-five is not going to mean anything, right? What's five? Five percent of twenty is a one line. Okay, so it, it will mean something. Okay, so thirty-five percent. Maybe we want, we want less on this game that may that may have a problem in it. So maybe we're playing mostly mostly Seattle Toronto. And what ten percent? I'm playing what two lineups of Boston as a five man. So maybe we just attack Rio. Maybe we do something like this. Play a lot of Mariners. They're horrible. They're a horrible team. We're attacking the two pitchers. I mean, I think Rodon and Manaya, but I mean, I don't want to play Texas. Okay, this this is this is doable. We could do it. I mean, this is a strata. I mean, we're playing large field. This is these are this is large field. Let's play Mariners, Royals, not much of the Red Sox. So two lineups here. Adds up to 100%. Okay, now I'm going to select 5x, 4, 4, 4, 3. Well, there's 4x. So let's 5x, 4x. Just, just, just to see. 3x, probably not. Still probably playing 5-man. I mean, it's a short slate. Maybe, maybe take a look at some 3x. Maybe. Right? Make them add up to, you know, just so we get a nice, I mean, they, they, they can't be that many three X's that are going to be workable, right? If anything, you play three, three, right? So maybe we take a look at some of that. We take a look at a bunch of these. Probably five mans are going to be the most. So let that add up to 100%, right? Just just to take a look. We're just taking looks. Secondaries, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to be yet, Right? We're just looking at primary stacks like this. Just build uh, build 20, just, just to see, right? Okay. So based on this ownership, like that, I don't know how to trust the ownership. Okay, so we got number one, Manaya Rodon. We got a three, basically two Mariners, Solaire, the Royals, and a five-man Boston stack. Yeah, if we take a look at the ownership, that's why. 55, 58, 31, 30, right, okay. So this is, this is super chalky, 114. We lose, we lose 50 points in ownership and barely lose the, any, any projection by doing this. So it's still a chalky, but you're playing Connor Wong there. Right, here's a three, here's a three, three, two lineup, right, 188. Right, here's a three, here's, here's, here's a kind of a mess also. 112.91. See, I'm looking at lineups. Where does it drop? Because it wants to get, where's these Mariners? These are Royals with Lopez and Dyson and Manaya Rodon. It's just, it's forcing in Manaya Rodon because they're the two best projected pitchers, right? There's going to be a ton of that. Manaya Rodon, Manaya Rodon. 
maybe the easy way, instead of limiting it by ownership, we just separate the two. Maybe there are Mania Rodon lineups that uh, that I could use the Mariners in. But maybe it'd be better if I if I actually separate them more. Right, because it's not using any of the other pitchers. So I'm going to go, because that's the easiest way. If they're both going to be over 50% owned, just don't use them as the combination. So I'm going to go in. Manaya, Rodon, and just separate them there. That's done. And then let's build 20 lineups. These three, three, twos, I, I, I just can't see. I can't see myself playing them. These three, three lineups. I know it's a short slate. But I'm more likely to play what four three like four three one or even four two. I mean, I'm only really playing two teams. There's not much down here, so it's probably going to be four four three. So let's do fifty fifty five x and four three. Just based on the based on the teams that I have. I mean, I'm not playing. I'm, I'm barely playing any. I'm not. I'm not playing enough players from these teams to even have stacks. So what are they going to show up as? It's all. It's all going to be all of this. I might as well just do this. Okay. So I'm still getting a ton of, I'm getting more Manaya. Am I getting, now am I getting any Rodon? Why am I not getting any Rodon now? <laughs> this is expensive. Okay. So maybe 50%. That should give me, that should give me Rodon, right? Put him at 50. Put Barrios at 50. Just make sure I have no. It's just yeah, it's just all. Oh, just I, I don't want. Let, let's get get some Rodon in my lineups. Take a look here. I'm still I'm getting Hernandez. Take a look at these lineups. Connor Wong. Connor Wong. Seattle four three. This isn't that bad, right? One oh six. Eh. 106, 78, 150. Okay, this isn't that bad. This lineup. Four man, three man, Solaire. I'm just going through, looking at the ownership numbers and the projection numbers. 140s, 120. Without the Red, the Red Sox, I, the Red Sox may end up being over owned on this slate. Oh, here's a good one. 100 ownership. Yeah, but Nicky Lopez. Yeah, I guess better than nothing at shortstop. Berrios, Manaya, Springer, one off. Okay, I can see what we're where we're going. Okay, I'm going to take a look at my Mar. I'm, I mostly Mariners, right? So I want to see my distribution of Mariners. I'm getting a lot of Kyle Seager. Obviously, a lot of Luis Torrens, Dylan Moore. We get Hanniger. So maybe you tone down the Seager. We get a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit more diversification amongst my Seattle stacks, right? Blue Jays are still, still, still going to be popular. Soler, Perez, Dozier, Lopez, Santana. Okay, this is this isn't horrible. Little form lineups with Connor Wong in it. Hernandez because he's a second baseman, he's coming in a little bit more. Maybe we could turn that down. So I really want to go under on the Red Sox, but I don't want to have no Red Sox. 
let's Danny Santana. Can we get these? Can can we get these down further? Something like that. Is that going to help? Let's see. Let's run twenty now. Okay. Let's look at a four sins. A lot of Manai. Yeah. Okay. Berrios. Right. You got five Rodon lineups. Okay. What do these lineups look like? One hundred six. One sixty three. 109, okay, I don't mind that. 163, 138 at 106. That isn't that isn't bad. Okay, so now, now I'm starting to get lineups that are that are more that are more doable. Okay. Let's see. Okay, 123. I like that. 123. Do we have anything? 123. Colin LA. Can we beat 123 here? Anyone? 192. Okay, we could beat that. 92, 123. 92, 176. Like these lineups, I wouldn't want to play. Okay. So you see, you see what I did. I'm looking at what the total ownership sum, assuming these numbers are right. Like I'm not sure, I'm not sure if they are, but well, well we're gonna act like they are. Okay, that's the better way of putting it. If it was the late slate, I'd ha- I'd be I'll be mon- manually altering this. But it's not. So I'm just I'm just going under the assumption. Just use it for for you know the, the the concept that I'm doing, so I'm looking. So I want to play more of these lineups that are under like the like 123 that project in the 105 range. So maybe let's let's just hard let's do it the hard way. Let's do it the blunt tool. Just one just put it in as 123. Like that's the highest that I could go. Forty nine thousand number of unique players. Three. Maybe I have to turn that down even man. Maybe let's see. Let's see if we can get it like this. So now I want 20 lineups that are closer to that than those lineups that have 180% ownership that have similar projected numbers. So now I'm going to try to get like where that's the top. Okay. Still giving more Seeger. So now look, now look at what I'm doing. I'm getting those projections 106, 117, 106, 113, 106, 117. What's the bottom one? 100, 121. Okay, maybe not this. These two lines, these lineups on the bottom aren't very good. Aren't aren't nearly as good. 123, 122, 113, 111, 117. They're not bad. Okay, what's causing this? Okay. Let's make sure we, I guess we need to get more Manaya and Berrios. There's probably more Manaya than anything. So let's bump him up. Let's bump him. We'll just play, screw it. Manaya, 80. All positions. Sal Perez is not going to be 1% done. That's why I said you can't, you can't necessarily go by, by this ownership. We're, we're going to act like we are, but. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be counting on it. So let's go to the, the teams. Still gonna way too much of these red stocks. Let's let's now let's now go back into the stacks and start controlling our secondary stack percentages. Because it's probably it's giving a lot of red stocks because of that. So maybe I want more more want more Seattle. Maybe so I want this to add up to a hundred or so. 
15. So it's only in 25% of my lineups. Does that, does that look pretty good? We could do something like that. We could barely have the Red Sox. We have some, some of the Red Sox. Do something like this. I still want to be kind of lighter on the, the Royal side. Or that game in general. 25-20. We bump that up. Do something like this. Okay. Hopefully, maybe we get less of the Red Sox in our 50 lineups. We don't mind. 50-50. We'll up this to 60-60. So we're not forcing ourselves to have 50 of each. Just no more than seven. Maybe even up to, we don't mind, 70. I don't mind having more of the Mariners today. So you get a little leeway, a little leeway. Oh, secondary max exposure. I have to up even more, right? 30, 35, 25, something like that. Okay. Okay, we good here? Okay, now I want to build 50 lineups. Okay, let's see. I hope you're getting something out of this. I do that people like it. People look, obviously for the podcast version, people don't. People say, oh, I like when you do it, you live build and whatever. Okay, well, now I'm doing it. Okay, delete these other builds. Okay, I built 50 lineups. I only want 20, but I'm going to find the lineups that I want now out of 50. Okay, so I'm going to go fantasy points, high to low, ownership, high to low, 123. What's the low? 79 at 98. Okay. So we're going to take, start taking a look. 106 at 117. 106 at 113. 106, okay, we got 113. 113. Can we beat 113? Can we beat 113? Can we beat 113? Oh, not, not, very, not very highly. Okay, so I want the one-third this lineup, that lineup. Let's see. Can we beat 113? Okay, this is a one, 106 at 113. Can we beat 106 at 113? 105 at 115. That isn't that bad, right? That isn't that bad. 106 at 113. 113. Let's go. Come on. Let's get a okay. 114, 105 at 114. That isn't that bad, right? It's a game stack. So if that game doesn't go, then screw it, right? Santana, Devers. Yeah, Devers will be a little less owned. Okay, I don't mind that. Give me that. Okay, 97. Okay, now we're talking. Definitely give me this lineup. 104 at 97. Right? Much better than that lineup. 104 at 96. Okay. There you go. Bingo. 104. 104. Can we beat 104? 104 at 103 with Bowers? We get another Mariner stack in here with, okay, I don't mind this. I don't mind this lineup. A little bit less than the other one, but doable. So you get more Mariners. Okay, I see 104 at 121. I don't want that. 104 at 109 with the Mariners. Okay, I don't mind giving up a little for the Mariners. Uh, 104 at 123. 104 at 113. 104 at at 96. Oh, we get some Vlad. Okay, okay, that's fine. Give me that. Okay, we're scrolling down. 102 at 106. Wong, Devers, Martinez. 
Berrios Rodon. Can we do better than this? Can we do better than 102 at 106? Let's see. 102 at 106. 102 at 100. Yeah, give me that instead. There you go. 102 at 100. 102 at 105. Oh, I don't mind this. I think it gives us a Blue Jay stack with a Dunning. Okay, I don't mind that. Let's see. What else do we got here? 116s, 120s. This is a, remember, I'm doing this assuming that ownership is correct, projected ownership, right? If it's not correct, none of this will matter. These numbers don't matter anymore. 98 at 79. So, so obviously it's much, much lower projection, but also you're getting requisite ownership drop from this. So I don't mind this. So there. So let's let's take a look at that. See, like 97 at 112, I'm not gonna do. So how many lineups have, have I saved out of those 50? 10. 10! I only saved 10 of them. Okay? So let's see if we could find more lineups. Okay? We're almost done. I'm just going to speed it up a little. Those are 10 lineups that we're saving. Okay? I'm going to go build. Go into the stacks page. Okay. I want to find lo- much lower own lineups. Give me 100 max. Give me unique players too, just so I get just some of them. Maybe I want it like nine. I want low, low, ninety-five. Okay, let's let's see what we could find in fifty lineups. At ninety-five, basically, I want to take the highest projection now of these of these lineups, right? So total fantasy points high, right? I want to take something like this, like high at one hundred five at ninety-two. Give it to me. 105 at 93. Depends on how many Red Sox. What do I have in my saved lineups? Okay, I don't have that much Red Sox. I I really don't. I really don't have that much Red Sox, so I don't mind that. Let's Let's go to this build. I don't mind having that Red Sox stack. Right? So here, is a four, is a four, three, one with Crawford. 105 at 93. 105 at 86. Ooh. Do we get something better than that? One. Okay, let me give let me take that. 105 at 86. Do we get any lower? 88. With Bichette, Perez, Barrios. This looks almost like, like some too many of the other lineups. Okay, 84. We got an 84 down here. Danny Santana, let's not have so much Danny Santana in here. 74? This ain't bad, even with Danny Santana. Yeah, let's take that lineup. 94, 91, 87, 92, 87, 85. At least it doesn't have Danny Santana in it. This lineup, various Minaya. Can we get a non-Danny Santana lineup, please? 94, 95, 90, 74 with Danny Santana. I don't want I want a non-Danny Santana lineup, please. Can we get a non-Danny Santana? We got a Donaldson lineup in here, 94. Okay. We could do, do, do better than that. 90, 95, 89, 93, 94, 84 with Devers, Rodon Dunning. Fraley in it, 99. Can we do better than 99.84? Let's see. Can we do better than 99.84? 
98 okay we already got this one that's that's why it's there so 98 at 79 can we beat that can we beat 79 let's see no not really right can't beat if you really can't beat 79 this is kind of the bottom bottom end I don't mind this one. Get some Nelson Cruz, get a one-off in there. Right? 94, 91, 92. Where's that 84? Yeah, this is the one. Right? This one. Okay, what, what, how many lineups do we got? 16. Six, we're close! We're close. We're close. Let's try this again. Okay? Let's go max ownership down, down to 75. Let's see. We're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. What's the top? Oh, we got 103 at 71 with Danny Santana. Still, still leaves with Danny Santana in it. Can we get one with not Danny Santana? I believe I have, like, if I go to my saved lineups, I probably have tons of Danny Santana. Yeah, 50% Danny Santana. Do I want that? I have so much Jorge Soler, though. Right? Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe not as much Soler. Soler and Perez, right? Because it's really the Royals that are pushing up that ownership. So maybe a non Soler. Maybe I don't mind Santana now. Maybe just a not Soler lineup. So let's go to go back to the build. So I want non Soler. Okay, and he's only in 44%. So I'm looking for a non Soler lineup towards the top. We'll, we'll say Solaire. Okay, this one has Danny Santana in it, though. <laughs> uh, just for time purposes, we'll, we'll take this. Non-Solaire, non-Solaire. Non-Danny Santana also. So here we go. Maybe, we've got, well, how many line? Oh, we've got? We got two more lineups to go. Two more lineups to go. Non-Solaire, non-Danny Santana. We got this. Non-Solaire, non-Danny Santana. We got Carlos Santana. So there you go. Pick that one. Just to speed things up. Do we, uh, Maybe less. No Perez either. I don't want Sal Perez in my lineup. Oh, Jeffers. Oh, here's perfect. We got Jeffers and here. No Solaire. No Danny Santana. No Sal Perez. So there, there. Maybe not as great of a lineup. We got it. Okay, Lurie Garcia has been scratched, but who cares? We're not playing so there's the 20 lineups. Save lineups, 20. I end up with all the Sal Perez because he's all he's only projected for 1% on. That's not going to be right. So there. Do you see I'm picking lineups? Do you see I'm not just like using exposures or whatever? I'm picking lineups. I'm picking lineups. I want the highest projection for the lowest ownership within some type of correlative construction. And if I end up with so much of one guy, then so be it. Then that's what I end up with. Turns out that I'm playing a lot of Manai and Berrios. But I also remember strategically beforehand said, I'm going to play Berrios instead of Rai. I'm basically attacking Ryu and Ivaldi because those are the worst pitchers that are going to be the owned. Manai and Rodon are actually are better pitchers than those other two. So why don't I stack against the two worst pitchers that are going to be 30, 40% owned? So I had to think of that beforehand. And then play, put together my player pool that goes along with that. Know that I'm building 20 lineups and then start looking at what lineups look like. What do they look like? 
five-man stacks, four-man stacks, three threes, whatever. What do they project for? What do they own? And see what looks good in comparison. And then you go and you pick your lineups. If you're playing 150, you don't have to necessarily go through this much of a manual process, but I'm showing, I'm doing it slowly just to show you the concept. That I didn't go in and like, oh, I'm not playing this guy or that guy. No, I'm just looking at lineups. What are they owned and what are they projected for? Based on the player pool that I've already curated. And there you go, 20 lineups. That's why I, that's why I chose to do 20 today. 150, I'll be more on the exposure side. But in 20, you could pick out 20, right? If you're going to do a 20 build and you could do it just like this. So I hope you get something out of this. I, I do this every so often. I didn't let the optimizer tell me what to do. I wasn't fiddling around with exposures the entire time. I want 15%. I want to be over the field with this guy and under the field. No, I'm picking out lineups. Which lineups are better in comparison? And towards the end, now I'm trying to kind of diversify. I could have picked out all those lineups with Solaire and just had 100% Solaire. I could. Do I want my entire slate to be decided by Jorge Solaire? That's that's how much risk, how much management of risk do you want to have? especially when I could find similar lineups that don't have Solaire in it, that I don't have to play all the Solaire. So that's what I chose. Same for Danny Santana. Like, how much Danny Santana might play? So you go, picking lineups. And if you want, you, whichever process you want to do to pick those lineups, go, do it. Done. So these are the 20 lineups. Assuming assuming that everyone's in, right? I'll even, I'll even show you. Like, because people don't believe. People don't believe. They don't believe I eat my own dog food. I'm exporting the lineups to the CSV. Okay. Where is my Excel? I'm gonna I'm gonna literally put them in right now. These are the lineups that I'm playing in the in the bat flip. I'm playing 20 lineups in the bat flip. So I'm cut, cutting and pasting in Excel, going over, paste, file, save. Okay, that's saved. I'm going right to DraftKings, upload CSV. Right, you see me doing it right there. Done. Those are the lineups. There they go. That's how I, I. That's exactly how I would build my lineups. Of course, I would. I would be close to the lock and not just during the show. But there you go. But that's what I do on this show. This is this is this is what we do. Lineup building every once in a while. So hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Thummy thumbs. Give me those thummy thumbs. Subscribe if you're new here. Click that notification bell to know when we go live. We got Grinders live later today for the for the for the main slate coming up, uh, and uh, and and tune back in. Tune back in. We'll go, we'll go over what what happened yesterday on both these slates tomorrow. Casual Friday. That's tomorrow. So check it out. As you could always do, Mondays through Fridays at eleven o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on RotoGrinders.com. 